evening, folks. You're listening to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts here, Ben Porter and Josh Hartley. I got our, uh, the you order mean, different. Well, you or you know, someone could maybe say you're being a gentleman there, putting yeah. others before yourself. You know, is this? I mean, has it been upsetting you that I always name myself first? Yeah. Um, not, yeah. Not, no, you were going to say yes. Well, <laughs> not really. Nah. <laughs> but you've made a thing about it now, haven't you? So thanks for that. And uh, we have Bez witnessing this domestic on the line <laughs> from... from uh, you're down in London at the moment, aren't you, Bez? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, yeah, I hear it's a bit worse maybe up north. I mean, here oh, where got... there's the population density, the snows... Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty snowy all around the UK, but down here at least the main roads have been well salted and yeah, the buses are it, running at least which is good we, we, we've had a light dusting you yeah. could say <laughs> um as far as i'm aware out in larbert which is further towards the the east coast uh, which is where my sister stays mm-hmm. uh, she said they've actually had over a foot of snow so they, they have been battered over there. Yeah. You know, there's probably going to be people from, you know, Alaska or some places in Canada or USA where they are just used to two feet or whatever, thinking, ah, That's what are you complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> but well, it, it swings in roundabouts, though, because whenever they cry and moan about rain, we're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no, we still moan about the rain as well, though. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> well, we get on with it. We, we moan about we it moan and, get and we it. get on with yeah. it. <laughs> so, Bez, well, um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, no. Bez, in case um, anyone who's listening didn't catch the previous episode that you're in, would you be kind enough to to describe to our listeners, you know, what what is it that you do? So, um, yeah, since um, 2015, I've been privileged enough to basically be working full time on just making games, and yeah, it's blimmin' awesome, and um, <laughs> yeah, basically I made um, the best party game of physical constraints if I may say so, um, yes. in a bind and it's been redone as Yogi, and I got the sales numbers I'm not sure if I'm meant to say it's <laughs> like I, if it were my own, you know, I'd say it's myself, but yeah. I feel like I should probably double check, but it sold fairly nicely it sold basically um, you know, about 150% of their minimum contractual obligation. There Ooh. we go. So okay. Yeah, that so smash that. <laughs> so that was really good, and um, I'm getting a wee bit of money, and um, so finally it's starting to come together for me, and I did Wibble++ Plus Plus last year, which is um, a deck where you've got two letters on each of the cards, Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of games you can play with them. The eponymous Wibble is a fast playing word game. You've got Alphabetical, which is a bit more slow and tactical and strategic. Fable is about storytelling. Phrasal is about playing with language and making other people laugh. And you've got Grabble, which is frantically grabbing things. And every year, I'm going to make a brand new featured game for the deck, but with all the works in progress and everything being shown on the websites, it's something I basically dedicated the rest of my career to pretty much. <laughs> and that brings us nicely on to, you know, why you're uh, on the episode this week, because you've you've been rather busy lately. Uh, you've just had the second edition of Wibble++ Plus Plus 
funded on Kickstarter, and we've got a new Kickstarter that's underway at the moment. Indeed. Yeah, I'm super excited about, you know, it's all a go, and, you know, it was back-to-back, but it was just because of the way that I release everything on 1st of August, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's getting close enough that, honestly, if I want it to be ready for 1st of August, I need to get my skates on and, yeah, be you know, fully committed and have the money to kind of send to the printer, you know, as soon as I finish all the artwork. And Mm -hmm. the way that I work with a Kickstarter, I mean, a lot of people, I don't do it maybe in the most marketable way. And I come to Kickstarter with basically an idea and, Mm -hmm. um, but a game that's been properly developed and, you know, properly blind tested and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't necessarily do any of the final artwork beforehand. I mean, in a bind, it was 0% artwork. And mm-hmm. same with Kitty Cataclysm. It's But the whole point is I want to take everybody on a journey. I want to say, hey, I'm going to show you all these thumbnails. I'm going to show you sketch after sketch and then do the color studies. Because, yeah, it's for me... That's a lot more exciting to do it together rather than just be a, okay, boom, you've got a thing that's 99% ready. Okay, we're going to tweak these things behind the scenes. Here you go, like a storefront Mm -hmm. pretty much. That's not really the most interesting or exciting part of Kickstarter. It's Mm -hmm. For me, the whole emotional resonance is just such a valuable thing that a lot of people seem to miss. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And one thing that I, I mean, and for the record, I, I actually backed, I backed both. <laughs> and one thing that I was impressed was, you know, just how much you were engaging with the backers. Well, it is, it, although we have been quite critical of them of late, it's one of the things that Cool Many or Not do really well, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is, is regularly updating the backers. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a common thread with um, the Kickstarters that, that, that we've been observing of late. Mm-hmm. That, the the ones that don't do so well maybe aren't as on point as they could be with the the updates and interacting with their backers Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah absolutely so uh, so how many kickstarters does this put you on now bez because you you, you're you're you're, this has got to be sixth at least right um i think it says beside my name i'm the seven time creator so yeah it's basically it was a Kickstarter for In a Bind, then the, which I did the main deck of In a Bind plus the expansions, then one for the junior version, and then I did a kind of little-known Kickstarter for sort of it was. Let's not go into this. It was a sentimental idea where I just kind of do little drawings on cards and send people original artwork, kind mm-hmm. of for a best day thing, but. Then I got back into doing kind of proper games. Um, Wibble Plus Plus, I did it. I fulfilled it. I did a Kickstarter to get raise some money for a website, mm-hmm. which I got everyone their games that they paid for. I got David Brain to do the website. The whole point of that was for me to raise money to make get someone else to make a website. And I'm really, fu- fundamentally, I'm happy with the functions of the website and you can go on there. There's currently 17 games, I believe. And you can see all the latest stuff, the newest stuff for the Wibble++ deck. Because the whole point is that I'm hoping that by UK Games Expo, 
there will be at least 27 games on there. And you'll be able to go on and say, okay, these are the initial ideas. These are the ones that are a bit more. And also, I want to start sort of linking them together, kind of saying, if you like this one, why not try this other thing next? Mm -hmm. Because it might use similar mechanisms. Or, hey, play this if you've enjoyed this other game. Because it's all well and good having a bunch of games that um, people might enjoy. But nothing is going to be loved by everyone. And that's why, for example, Kitty Cataclysm, bringing it back, it's, um, you know, on the page, I know this isn't the best marketing, but I it is my most confrontational game that I've made so far. It's all about stealing from people. Um, I hope you don't mind me saying this word, being a dick to each other. And <laughs> We can um, get away with dick, I think. Yeah. We, okay. We, we like a bit of dick on the show. In moderation, of course. Okay. Um, less said about that. Um, so, um, ben does not speak for both of us. <laughs> I speak for Unlucky Frog. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. apparently he does. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So it is a game about basically stealing chaos card play. Kind of when you pop donate your cards, you know you're always donating the things that you think are the worst. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're getting only one card into someone's hand and forcing them to play this one particular card that's actually going to be terrible for them. Mm-hmm. And when you think you're about to win, you want to steal everything from the person to your left. And so it's a really malicious, vindictive game at its heart. And <laughs> I've only played it with like three kids, but they've loved it. And so many adults have loved it. And I'm really proud of where it is. But I don't want someone to come along thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be a fun, friendly game. Let's back it. And well, I, that's why maybe I went a bit overboard saying, OK, if you don't like this, don't back it. And yeah. almost pushing some people away maybe it's something that we both uh, quite admired actually about uh, the way you approached kickstarter was your sort of uh, very, level very ha- up front yeah, yeah level-handedness degree of honesty because you know one of the first updates that i got about uh, kitty cataclysm was you know the acknowledgement that uh, you're this... at, was it, i think the exact words were you, you're absolutely taking a risk with this project yeah, mm-hmm. and there's that's a, that's something that a lot of other Kickstarters try and shy away from, but yeah. th- there's no reason why, I, 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 for me anyway, it's kudos points to you for, you know, having the guts to be a little, like, you know, have that honesty and, uh, you know, be upfront about you're, it. Because you're not, you're not buying a game, and I think a lot of people forget that. Kickstarter's not a shop, you're investing an in an idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and I mean... There's things like, I mean, Nigel from GamesQuest, the logistics company, mm-hmm. um, he was on We're Not Wizards and the other Scottish gaming podcast. And, um, you know, he, like Nigel was talking about the fact that you can have hundreds of things that come in and then suddenly one of them gets held up by customs because someone's decided to do a random check. Mm-hmm. And... I'm like printing in Poland, so that's probably not going to happen. And, you know, I have done, what is it now, like kind of, I've done four printings so far of games. 
So In a Bind plus the expansions was kind of all bundled together. The second printing of In a Bind, In a Bind Junior, Wibble plus plus. Um, and so I'm hoping that at this point people are like, okay, yeah, Bez, um, she delivers what she says that she's going to. Mm-hmm. But you never know for sure. There's always something that can happen. And it's the same with any game. No matter how big the company is, mm-hmm. okay, if the company's giant, you can afford to absorb some of the losses. But let's say, for example, um, you never know. Like, I don't know, Treffle, the printing company, Fabrica Carts, they might burn down tomorrow. And yeah. it's Horrible, something that's true. very unlikely to happen, but it might. Mm. And anything you do in life is a risk. And, um, you know, I cycle everywhere in London. That is a risk. But I would rather die cycling than be always scared of venturing out of the house Mm -hmm. and just spending the money, um, not getting the exercises, having essentially the wasted time thing. Getting to places would take me longer. It's Mm -hmm. a calculated risk. And that's ultimately what you've got to do. You've got to be um, like risk aware, and it's got to be, you know, as long as everyone's in agreement, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, going going back to Kitty Cataclysm, um, we we we've play tested quite a few games now on, mm-hmm. on the, as you know as Unlucky Frog, haven't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. And I have to say that. It is definitely Kitty Cataclysm is definitely one of my favourites yeah. of all the games that we've oh. playtested. I I don't know what that says about me as a person, especially when <laughs> Bez emphasises like how how much that this game plays upon being a dick and being confrontational. <laughs> but I I really enjoyed this game. No, I I, I agree absolutely. Uh, I think uh, in terms of and we should be clear. Um, see on the Kickstarter, it, it's all prototype. Cards. The 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 art is that's not the build been, that we played yeah, was the, that, the prototype. So that's what we've uh, been playing with. So, but in terms of the mechanics of the game and how the game works, it feels like one of the most finished products that we've played. Yeah. If that makes sense, mm. the art isn't there, but the the game itself is. Well, it's the art's in the direction that I wanted to go into. And mm-hmm. I did another draft of everything in January when I was in Wales. I sent off a copy to, yeah, Nick, who did the one review that you can see on the Kickstarter page, mm-hmm. which I think was the actual copy that you played with back in Glasgow Games Festival. Yeah. But, um, I mean, there have been a few tweaks, but basically the composition of the artwork is... In terms of like the poses of the cats, you know, broadly speaking, that's it's the style is approximately there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it gives you an idea of what to expect. But no, I mean, since um, December, I think I um, consolidated three cards, which were the cat herd, cat herder, cat herdist. That wasn't a great pun. <laughs> I consolidated them all into being a few copies of the cat herder Mm -hmm. and it's always passing two copies left instead of it being one, two or three. Yeah. And so just a tiny tweak like that. And about three weeks ago, there's four cards that I shifted up or down by one number Mm -hmm. and like making a zero value card into a one or a one into a two 
or vice versa. And this is something that I'm still investigating. You know, you can play test this stuff um, for literally until you die and never release something. You've so, got to at a certain point say, well, it's done enough. And mm-hmm. I'm going to carry on um, looking at those numbers. And there's a plan that you can see in the risks and challenges bit. Mm-hmm. It's what they call the curse of the creator, isn't it? You never, you never feel like uh, your your creation is ever finished. There's always going to be some sort of imperfection that you're going to want to uh, mm, fix. But absolutely. you know, part of being part of the creative process is coming to peace with that, and you know, deciding right now Enough's it is enough. now yep. it is done. Now it is done. You, you do need to exercise quite a bit of restraint with that, I mm. think, because I've done that with like things I've painted or things I've written. Um, I, I've had things that I've written, um, I've left them for years and then I've pulled them back up and just gone through the thing and completely changed it mm-hmm. because of, like, this is awful. But yeah. then, but then I have, have people look at it and they're like, there's nothing wrong with this. But it's, you just see it with different eyes when it's your creation. Mm-hmm. At that point, maybe it's such a big rewrite that you would have been better off writing two different things. But <laughs> essentially, this yeah. is the, the, the harsh reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, one other thing I really liked about the Kickstarter was uh, some of the higher pledge levels. Uh, was uh, one of them is if you have your cat, if you have a cat, you can have it featured in the game, which mm. I I pledged for. Yes. So, so, so Sylvester's going to be in the game. Awesome and. You know, there's like, a, don't know if you're part of the Facebook group, mm-hmm. but there's a Facebook group where I'm trying to just get everybody to generally post pictures of cats. And obviously no um, unofficial stuff allowed, kind of, you know, post your own pictures. Don't be mm-hmm. copying other people's pictures off the internet. But no, I'm really looking forward to it. And the thing is, again, it's like in a bind, um, with the original in a bind, I think there were like six people who mm-hmm. said, "Oh yeah, would like to be part of it." And at the time, it was, and I think I added another three people as part of a competition. I think, mm-hmm. and it's quite interesting, kind of going through that, and then someone on a pole or a mermaid, and. Um, you know, Daryl based on real people. Mm-hmm. Although she doesn't actually have a tail, obviously. She just asked to be a topless mermaid. And I was like, yeah, fine, I can. Yeah. But again, with that, it's like, okay, I saw what some Kickstarters were. Um, I'm not going to name names, but some Kickstarters, it's just, okay, here's your face. I'm going to plaster it onto the card where the body's already drawn and it looks a wee bit disjointed. Mm-hmm. But I feel like just having it as a cohesive whole, and I'm really looking forward to this back and forth because it's been now, um, it feels like so long. It's been a couple of years since I did In a Bind Junior where I already also had the opportunity to put a couple of people in because mm-hmm. that's very much a thing about people. And in this one, there's even one card, just the one card, which is the cat's herder. And then the cat's in the new picture. Basically, the cat's got an arrow on a sign, and then there's little humans crawling along. 
and then they're just kind of blindly cr- crawling along in a line while the cat's <laughs> nonchalantly directing them with this arrow. And so it's like, okay, if you want to be one of the three humans on this thing, then yeah, you can be. Do you know, I, th- I think that's one of the realities of owning a pet is, that, well, it's just that. Do you own the pet or does the pet own you? you know? uh, it's the perennial question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> can confirm. Yes. So, um, how long is the Kickstarter running for? Uh, when, when, uh, how long do people get the opportunity to back this? So, it's going until the 29th of March at 11pm GMT. That's when it's finishing. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if we said enough about the actual game because I'm, you know, I've said how it's vindictive and stuff, but maybe I should have. Um, it's a bit backwards this, but maybe I should have done the wee thirty seconds pitch if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Kitty Cataclysm. It's an ultra simple game. You literally just play a card and do what it says, and that's the entire thing. You don't even draw a card unless it tells you to. And mm-hmm. so what that means is that the cards might tell you to draw cards, steal cards, donate cards. And at the game ends, whenever either someone goes to play and they've got nothing in their paws, or when the last card of what I've called Schrodinger's deck has been drawn. And so at that point, you count up everything, everything that you're holding and everything that's in your kitty in front of you, and everything you play during the game has gone into your kitty. And... whoever has the most meowny wins the game and so you might think that holding as many cards as you can is better but the problem is that five of the cards in the deck punish you for having six seven or more cards in your paws Mm -hmm. so some of them say okay if you've got six or more cards in your paws everyone with six or more cards in their paws loses their entire kitty and three of them say everyone with seven or more cards in their paws loses all those cards. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about watching out, being a bit tactical, making sure you don't have too many, but making sure you've got enough cards to give yourself enough options and so you don't get stolen from and eliminated from the game. And so, yeah, it's really chaotic, but I like to think that there's a fair amount of depth and you can easily play this um, seven times in a sitting, and every single game will feel very different, in my it's opinion. It's a very quick game, isn't it? Yeah. But when we played it at Glasgow Games Festival, um, I, I actually won it by getting rid of my hand really quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those ones where if if you if you keep quite quiet and a lot of the other players don't notice, you can very quickly win the game <laughs> by doing that. As a complete aside, I love that the deck is called Schrodinger's Deck. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, pro- cool. that's possibly one of my favourite puns in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the uh, Kickstarter's running until the end of March. If someone's yep. wanting to try this out before they back the game, would you be at any particular conventions, possibly in the county of Yorkshire, over the next few weekends? <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I am at Aircon next weekend, mm-hmm. and I'll be having my own demo table. I'll be running a whole bunch of events that weekend. But yeah, I'll have this. Obvious... Just to say, this will go up after Aircon. Oh, will it? 
Yeah. I thought it was next Wednesday. Oh no. Aircop. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, right. No, I, no. You're right because what's that? This is going no, up on Wednesday. This is going up. This is going up on Wednesday. And yeah, I will have to edit that out. I'll probably edit out that whole bit, or at least a portion of it, so I don't look utterly incompetent. So, Bez, are you <laughs> attending any conventions next weekend? Smooth, smooth. There we are. Yeah, smooth transition. Yeah, well, funnily enough, I am going to Aircon. It's yeah, really good convention. I think that Aircon Free, which I went to, is still one of my favorite conventions mm-hmm. because Mark um, Mark Cook helped me make a giant version of In a Bind, which I've still got. It's like an A4 version. I don't know if you guys saw that. I haven't actually, but that sounds awesome. So yeah, some of the cards are exactly the same, but when it says discard touching left eyebrow, <laughs> when instead of just a tiny card, you've got to hold an entire A4 card to your forehead. And then some of them are like specially designed for group play. Mm-hmm. Like one of them says free hands touching and yeah, your entire head needs to be hidden from the other teams. <laughs> and yeah one foot touching a wall so it's a bit more out there and yeah very much for silly kind of convention play it's not quite as balanced but it's lots of fun and at the time that was for a exhibition match anyway mm-hmm. i love aircon i'm excited to go um like this coming weekend and if any of you guys are there then please come and check me out Yes. And we, we'll be making our first official convention appearance Ooh. at Aircon, won't we? Yes. Who are you? Yes, we're, yeah. we're going to be there. Yeah, we've got press passes. Wait. Okay, because Glasgow Games Festival, you were there, but you didn't weren't sufficiently press. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that's us. No, we, we had to pay our own money to get into Glasgow Games Festival. So this is <laughs> you finally now made it. You are we, like the elite we, press. We're legit. We've hit the big time. <laughs> so. Wow. I'm personally looking forward to the giant game of Grabble that has uh, been planned. Uh, 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 word, world record breaking is what the, <laughs> it's been billed as. Well, we'll have to. See, that's the hope. I mean, <laughs> it's all down to what people want to do. So basically, I've got access to as many copies of Wibble++ as it takes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen um, well, all the photos on the Kickstarter with actual cards spread around. I had to open, I think, about 10 decks for that. So, <laughs> yeah, I can, I've can. i got all them and I'm going to spread them all over the tables. And there might be some special things going on. There are mm-hmm. some handicap things like having to keep one hand above your head whilst you put all the cards up into it. And... It's going to be a bit crazy, but it's going to be good fun. It should be really quick. I don't and... have I, I don't have the best uh, coordination about me, so um, I'll, well, I, it... I, I may well partake, but I'm definitely not expecting to come out victorious in that. The way I'm planning to do it is I like to do things in a very accessible way, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like the first time you go in, okay, this is how it's played, and then... As you win more matches, there's going to be a bit of a catch-up mechanism, ironically, kind of like Wibble itself. And then, yeah, it'll be once you've managed to progress to the level of having your hands above your head, and then you win using this ultimate mode, then you will be the champion. 
Excellent. Looking forward to it. And uh, I think with that, we'll uh, we'll draw this episode to a close. But Bez, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. Uh, just as a final reminder, do you want to let our listeners know where they can uh, find the Kickstarter for Kitty Cataclysm? Okay, well, I'll, if you go to stuffbybez.com slash ks slash, then that should redirect you to whatever kickstarter i've got running or if i've not got to kickstarter running it will just take you to the latest thing alternatively you can obviously go to kickstarter itself and search for kitty cataclysm or you can find me on twitter at stuff by bez and i've got a pinned tweet that tells you about kitty cataclysm or yeah also you can find me on other places but yeah for the kickstarter itself that's the way you can find it honestly just Type it into Google, Kitty Cataclysm. <laughs> I can't imagine there's an awful lot of Kitty Cataclysms on the internet apart from I yours. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, we Googled Unlucky Frog, didn't we? And yeah. found some quite horrifying things <laughs> amongst really? our own stuff. I mean, were you on the top? We yeah. were, we were. We're, so the, we're yeah. doing something right. <laughs> but if you go to Google Images and you type in Unlucky Frog, um, if you're squeamish... Maybe don't do that. Maybe, no, don't, maybe do don't, that. don't do that, don't yeah. Do that. <laughs> anyway, okay. but uh, thank you once again, Bez, for coming on the show. And uh, from me and Ben, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. We'll see you at Aircon. See you at Aircon, yes. Yes, bye. see you at Aircon. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Charlotte from the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All you need to do is search Unlucky Frog Gaming. You can also show your support for The Unlucky Frog through Patreon. To find out more information, check out our website, www.unluckyfrog.com. Thanks. Bye.